You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, everyone. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're tuning in today. I've got a great episode chatting about yoga retreats, self-care retreats, travel, all the Sagittarius things, and we're in it. We're in Sagittarius season, everyone. This should feel good. This should feel like a nice shift um, from Scorpio season, which is very much about going inwards finding those deeper secrets, learning to transform. And here on the other side in Sagittarius season, we're feeling that freedom. We're feeling that adventure and willingness to go and experience this amazing life with this newfound wisdom that we have. And I just, I really, I'm excited about this. You know, we're still in the intensity of eclipse season, but there's so much goodness happening in our world and we just have to be able to see it even in the in the chaos of it all. I wanted to share a, sort of an interesting insight I had um, this last week in meditation as it relates to Sagittarius season. So Sagittarius really loves freedom. You know, they can't be held down. They want to travel the world. Um, maybe that's even solo. They like to do things without any real restraint. And I was thinking, I wasn't even thinking about Sagittarius season. I was thinking about what I, like when I do meditation work and I do manifestation work, I think about my magnetic self or this version of myself, this enlightened version of myself. And I try to like embody her. I visualize her. And she's always wearing white. I don't know why that is. That's just how she shows up in my images, in my my brain. Maybe it's like the kundalini idea or something. But it's funny because I never wear white. I I never wear white and the reason for that is because I have two little kids and like the minute you know I'm wake up and put on a shirt there's like snot on my shoulder or spaghetti sauce or you know it's just whatever and I was thinking about that it's like you know like love my kids they definitely you know they add some a layer of restraint to my life but it's it's only for the better and I can wear white. It's okay. If I get my shirt dirty it's fine. If I want to do that that's okay. These these like kind of boundaries or these lack of freedoms that we put on ourselves aren't always necessary and so I know that's like a small detail and it's something that may not make any sense to you but as you're thinking about Sagittarius season you're thinking about this time of the year think about what freedom is what does that look like for you if you can just do what you want to do obviously within the realities of our lives, of the world that we live in. But if you want to wear white, wear white. It's okay. And just embrace that, that freedom that is this season. So let me know. If you guys have any weird aha moments, send me a DM. I'd love to know what your Sagittarius freedom is. 
Let's get to our amazing conversation today with Daniela and Asma of Adventure Retreats. So I had the absolute joy of going on a retreat with these two and my friend Kelly Smith um, this past fall. So they co-hosted it together. Um, Kelly is a yoga and meditation teacher. She's been on the show before. Um, She has a podcast called Mindful in Minutes. Um, It's a very big podcast. She's um, a meditation teacher and it's, yeah, so exciting. And I've been on there before if you'd like to check out a little little meditation over there. So they um, co-hosted this retreat and this was in Seattle. It was in the mountains and we were in this beautiful house together with a number of women. I knew a couple other friends. My friend Gina was there. Um, she's been on the show before, Gina Seaball. Um, Sarah Leverett, who's also been on the show from Intuitive Empowerment. We were all there, just a bunch, you know, spiritual besties out. And we were able to come together, but there was a lot of people we didn't know. And I think that's so much beauty in meeting new friends in like-minded spaces. Um, so we we did meditation we did lots of yoga we went on a hike we explored the area we did a sound bath um asma and daniela made all the amazing food and they just had like all of the details taken care of and as a as a mother as a mama bear sometimes i like don't know what to do with myself when someone else is taking care of all the details like uh do you want me to do dishes or like should i clean a bathroom or something so it was really nice and kind of out of my comfort zone to have everyone take care of all the details. Um, and I had some really profound moments in meditation, um, in journaling, just in this experience of going inward and learning things about myself, about my life, about my world and my goals. And I just can't recommend a retreat enough. You know, I, there's so many opportunities for us to do self-care, simple self-care every day, but it's also really nice to do something really, really special like this, to save up some monies and go on a trip and go somewhere. So if you'd want to learn more about Daniela and Ozma, obviously you'll get to know them on this conversation, but check out Adventure Retreats, um, and they have so many cool retreats coming up here in 2022. They go all over the world, and again, you know you'll be taken care of. They're just like really cool, down-to-earth humans that are willing to grow and um, share just like, like you are on this journey. So they have a special discount just for Yoga Magic listeners, so if you want to take $200 off a retreat in 2022 use the code yoga magic again that's 200 off a retreat again treat yourself friends it would be so much fun i highly recommend thank you so much to daniela and asma for being on the show today let's get to our conversation about yoga self-care retreats hello ladies so excited to have you on yoga magic thanks for being here today we are reunited last time we were together we were in the Seattle area, just like hot off of sound baths and <laughs> the most luxurious weekend. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we were in the Pacific Northwest uh, yeah. with Holly Smith, uh, one of our favorites. Um, yeah, it was incredible, incredible time. Nothing weird happened. <laughs> Nothing weird. Oh my gosh, I know. I'm excited to dive into like when do weird things do happen because I imagine. Although, I mean, I do think like, What's your interpretation of weird? We had like the door open, right? In the middle of that sound bath, like the spirits entering, like who knows? (laughs) Right, all all of the things, all of the witchy things. (laughs) Witchy. Um, Can you you tell listeners just who you are? Asma, you can start first. Sure. Um, My name is Asma. I'm one of the co-founders of Adventure Retreats. 
Um, we are a yoga retreat company. We host retreats all around the world uh, from anywhere from South Africa, Bali, Egypt, um, of course, Seattle, Pacific Northwest, um, Iceland. Where else have we been? Thailand. Um, where else? Where else? Peru, Costa Rica. Peru. I know it's, it's a long oh, way. <laughs> it's hard to keep track, but it's been a long list. Yeah. And we take um, different groups all around the world in these retreat spaces and um, create community and spread love this way. <laughs> oh, totally. You really yeah. do. What, a, what an amazing path to be on. Danny, yeah. can you share as well what... Um, What's your journey into this? So tell me more about you. So I'm um, Daniela. So I am the second co-founder of Adventure Retreats. And um, Asma and I started this company in 2016, right at the tail end of my yoga teacher training in Hawaii. And uh, it was an idea that came to me in a meditation. So I was, uh, you know, doing like a really intensive uh, three-week teacher training in Hawaii. And I was just like loving everything about that experience and journey. And I got the idea that I wanted to recreate that experience. Um, And yeah, I reached out to Asma and we were, you know, friends at the time. Like we're still friends, luckily. (laughs) (laughs) We were friends at the time. And I was like, let's do a retreat together. Um, And we did, we did just that. And so, um, you know, it's been a long journey with, you know, everything that's kind of transpired in the last year and a half, you know, on a global scale, but, you know, we're so excited to be back doing what we love um, and meeting people like yourself. Like we get to meet the most amazing people um, on these experiences, which is just, yeah, super awesome. So we're so excited to be here chatting with you today. Oh, I'm so glad. I always think it's so serendipitous. Like when we meet people, we're, you know, in these experiences and as we were talking about like that community piece, right? Like we're, that's what this is, is like meeting people in these community spaces. How did you guys meet? I'm just curious. Um, so we met on a bachelorette trip to Mexico. Yes. <laughs> so like very serendipitous because I was like at the tail, like, yeah, I was like going through a breakup and I wasn't supposed to go. And then my friend invited me and, and I went and I met Asma. Like we hadn't, we didn't know each other before this trip to Mexico. Um, and, you know, little did we know that we were going to get to where we are today like that would have never like we would have never fathomed that at the time yeah yeah, this is a good old bachelorette trip oh my gosh (laughs) before we started adventure um daniela and i both left toronto so toronto canada is home um and i went back to my childhood home of sri lanka and then daniela was in australia she was living there for a few years or a couple years Um, And then we both came back at the same time and we met just before she'd gone back. um, Sorry, uh, we met just before she went to Hawaii. um, And Mm, then she called me and I was like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) because I was I was actually at at that time. I was um, I was working in the hospitality and travel industry and I went back to Sri Lanka to um, open up the Expedia office there. And then I came back a year later I wasn't ready to go back to corporate life just yet. I had to come back uh, more or less because of, you know, uh, personal reasons. Um, And I wasn't ready to leave, but 
um, you know, I just had to make do of what the situation was, but I just knew I didn't want to go back to corporate life. And I was at the time looking at um, setting up a travel company to take people back to Sri Lanka and like let them have the same ex- travel experience that I did um, over there. And when Daniela said that text, I was like, this was right. Let's do it. Let's do it in Sri Lanka. <laughs> oh my gosh. How funny. How much Sagittarius do you guys have in your chart? I bet you have a lot. I would love for you to tell me. (laughs) You got to look it up. You are are on the board with that. So I'm a double Sag. Yes. My moon is a Sagittarius as well as my rising sun. Holy crap. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. I only figured that out like two years ago or about, about two years ago. And then when I found that out, I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. (laughs) Sagittarius for listeners that aren't familiar is the sign of, of travel, of literally like freedom of being able to just explore and adventure. It's like the most perfect. I'm sure Daniela, you have a ton in your chart. I'll have to look it up like immediately after this (laughs) (laughs) or like right now. (laughs) So you talked a little about this, this pull, this draw, this ping, if you will, to start this business. Hmm. Were there any like experience? Had you seen people doing this? Had you been on retreats before? Or like, I guess even how did you know that this was a business that you, you could do? So it, it, I, for me anyway, the idea really came during my yoga teacher training in Hawaii. So that was the first time I had really gone and done something um, travel related that was kind of like organized, but completely on my own. So prior to that, you know, I was doing a lot of solo traveling, a lot of meeting up with different people around the world, but I had never, um, partook in anything of this format, I guess. And so I was, um, you know, you go through different things in life and I had made the decision. I wanted to become a yoga teacher and to get my training and Hawaii just seemed like the most like, amazing place on the planet for me to go to. And it was a place I had always wanted to go. So I was like, this just fits. Um, And then being there, it was, I think it was just such a journey, you know, from like getting on the plane, being like, what am I doing? Going to Hawaii, I'm traveling, like, I don't even know how many hours to get here because I'm from Canada and we had layover. Oh my gosh. Big Island, which is like a very kind of more like deserted island. Um, And then like, who am I going to meet? And like, I have a roommate. And, you know, at the time, I wasn't, I guess, um, I I don't know, maybe I wasn't as extroverted as as I am now, (laughs) but you know, I had like all these, um, if you want to call them fears or like maybe, um, things I was just uncertain about and then getting there and then going through the process of, you know, feeling those things. And then kind of like, as the week weeks progressed and just getting to know everybody and just like really, you know, you know, you've gone through yoga teacher training, the process of that. So I'm not sure what type of training you did, but like ours was like super intensive. So like we were up at 6 a.m. We were doing yoga. We were, you know, meditating during breakfast. We were uh, in class learning about, you know, everything to do with yoga. And then in between that, just like the connections, um, the food was amazing. Like everyone just felt so amazing and so light. And you can just see the progression that happened from like when we got there to, you know, like the midway point, how like close everyone became and like, they really became your family. And I just loved everything about the experience. And it really, and I think that's why, you know, our focus too, like 
we go to like amazing places, but it really is like the people that come and like mm. the friendships that you form and like the little mini communities. And you saw that on our retreat, how it's just like, it really feels like you're like on this big family vacation. Like you have like the different personalities, people are quirkier and stuff like that. Um, but that was like, I think the biggest, um, the biggest driving force for me, I was like, people need this. Like people need to expand their circles. And like, I got to meet a girl from, um, Australia and then uh, a woman from Chicago and my roommate was actually from Toronto. And like most of these people, like I'm still friends with, um, which is really awesome. And so that was kind of like the inspiration. I don't think Asma had been on a yoga retreat before this either. Um, but we just knew we both loved travel and we both loved yoga. And I think at the time, like, I know there were a lot of retreats happening, but we just felt like, um, you know, we're like, we can merge our two passions and bring something unique. So at the time we were um, specifically focused on Sri Lanka. So Mm -hmm. Sri Lanka is Asma's childhood home. And, you know, I had been there and absolutely fell in love with it. And it was like, let's bring people here. Like people don't know about Sri Lanka. They need to know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of like how we started. Um, And then, you know, as time goes on and as you evolve as a business, then we started going to different places um and you know yeah <laughs> that's, that's so you want to add. <laughs> <laughs> um no I think that you covered it like yeah and then just knowing that there was a market for this I mean like Daniela said there's people going and wanting these wellness um type of experience and me coming from the travel industry like I actually worked in group travel so um, on the other end, I've, I saw like that, you know, that is a market and a huge market to get into uh, on the other side of um, the business. So it was just, it just made sense, like melding the pa- two passions of yoga and travel together. Um, yeah, it just made sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it clearly is, it's, it's a really perfect combination. And now people are really hungry for this. this I have a funny, like sort of tangent. So when I was in college when I was university I was a choir kid and we were always on tour um, for choir which is hilarious and we would like do international tours and there was there was like companies that they would hire to do these tours and the details that would go into this stuff I mean granted like this is a like a large a little bit of a larger group than you guys are working with but I would see these like tour companies putting these things together like you know our meals and like what we're doing with our day and transportation and I'm just like holy, this is like, this takes a very special person. And when I met you guys and we were on this, you know, relatively smaller retreat compared to some of the international ones that you're doing, there's just so many details. And I do think it takes like a very special person to see all the details, to execute it in a way that feels really wrapped in community, which you do. So kudos. That's just my, like, wanted to give you some love. A lot of moving parts like like you said there's it is it's a whole operation and for us to do the volume that we do it's yeah it's it's not you know to, to be taken lightly like it's a lot of hard work behind the scenes that people necessarily don't realize that goes into it but you know we we literally take care of every detail from like before you even book there's a whole process and you know planning that goes in um we were like yeah we're really lucky I mean in terms of our backgrounds, like my background, I started in event planning and I've started in like community planning events and um, I went to school for it. So that really helped us like figure out how to, you know, budget to do the operations and 
Um, so that was just really easy for us to kind of put together. And then once we did one, we just like, okay, let's replicate. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, let, let, let's replicate, but let's also like do it better. And yeah. so, you know, we're consistently learning and, um, continuing to do things better. So especially once we've been to a location, like we know, you know, exactly what we have to do the next time, mm-hmm. um, which is really awesome. But usually the first time is pretty good too. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have been doing this for a while now. I think the, the really interesting part is, you know, when we started out, like I often ask Asma, you know, you know, we started a completely digital business, um, you know, with like no prior experience doing anything like this and like got to where we are now. And looking back, I'm like, how did we do that? Like, not how did we do that as in like how we actually made it come to life, but like we were committed and like, you know, it took us like, I think six months to get our first client and like, we didn't give up. Like we just kept going and going and going. And like, we just really believed that we had something. And I think what that was is just like a belief that like we could, do like we could execute these types of experiences um and so and and now we do just that which you know is really awesome but it was definitely a a very long journey this did not happen overnight (laughs) yeah and I mean we started when we actually started our our retreat business we started as retreat planners and then we decided to you know let's like let's take more of a role and play more of a role in this and bringing together the retreat and, and hosting the retreat alongside a yoga teacher. Um, Cause we understood that, you know, not yoga teachers, sometimes they don't might not have that skill set in planning a retreat and knowing what goes behind the scenes. And also the teacher needs to kind of be there, not kind of, they need to be there, be present with their students um, throughout the retreat. And for them to be thinking of, you know, are these people getting picked up from the airport? When's the next meal going to happen while they're teaching classes? Like you can't be in these two different mindsets and also hold space for your Mm -hmm. students. So um, yeah, it was just kind of the perfect marriage when we decided to like co-host alongside a teacher and where we all bring our, you know, best parts to this retreat experience. And we can make sure that everything is seamless and the experience is seamless. And I mean, that's when the transformation starts to happen too, right? For like each individual that comes on these experience retreats, um, it, it just, it's so seamless for them and they can just focus on, you know, what they need to get out of the retreat instead mm-hmm. of having to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Like what, so if someone is going to experience or wants to go on a retreat, these are, are they always partnered with a a specific yoga teacher? Like what kind of retreats, like places are you going? I know there's, I know you do a lot, but like in Mm -hmm. general, if you could summarize what your retreats look like. Can you do that? Yeah, I mean, so it's in our name, Adventure. So it's a play on words of, of course, adventure and Zen. Um, there's always, of course, going to, you know, no matter what retreat, there's always the the yoga element of it. And that's typically in the mornings and uh, a class in the mornings and a class in the evenings. Our teachers also um, offer workshops. So based on what their, um, what their specialty is. So we leave it up to them. They know themselves best and, you know, they know their students best and what they offer. So we leave it up to them to bring in, bring into the retreat, what they um, they're best at. 
Um, and then we do all of the other ends of the retreat. So like typically the meals are included, the airport uh, pickup. So from the moment you arrive, you're really taken care of to the moment we drop you back at the airport. So it's, you know, really everything is covered in that sense. And we also like to make sure there's a type of group activity, um, whether it's something adventurous, like a hike that we did in Seattle, um, or even the whale watching that we yeah. went to went on um we like to make sure that a part of that is included so that we get to see the destination that we're in and also it just creates that bond and these shared experiences are what really creates that community um so we recognize that and we understand how valuable those are as well um so yeah those are just some of the elements that we put together um and yeah the rest is kind of magic <laughs> yeah but- um but yeah and and uh you know we go and this is type this is kind of like the I don't know what we should say like the main ingredients of each retreat and again based on the destination based on the teacher you'll find different elements uh that they bring and um and that's what makes that retreat so unique so for anyone it really you know you just look at the teacher look at the destination see what resonates with you that's why we like to work with a lot of different teachers we want to make sure um that everyone feels seen and heard Um, So no matter what, you know, where you're from, what race you're, you know, what race you are, and we want to make sure our retreats are like diverse in that sense, because Mm -hmm. we've noticed that too. Um, In the retreat world, it's not as inclusive as to say, like, you know, our, our Uh, our retreats are sometimes so that's something that is uh, we've grown up around diversity and we wanted to make sure that we also include that in um, these experiences as well Mm, thanks for sharing that that's so that's so key and I think you're totally right I mean in terms of what we're seeing now like there's any yoga teacher wanting to decide they're going to lead a retreat like that's that's just not (laughs) that's not possible and like some people just maybe should stick to teaching and I think you're right like you're you're seeing this other side of it. Hello, Yoga Magic friends. I just wanted to pop on here to take a moment to encourage you to join the December Self-Care Challenge. So for 31 days, we'll be working together in community to commit to self-care. This is a totally free challenge and it will be jam-packed with free workshops, weekly emails, brand new self-care practices, bonus podcast episodes, giveaways, and a whole lot more. All you have to do is join the Yoga Magic email list. And if you're already on the list, you're in, you're doing it. But if you want to be a part of the fun, make sure to head on over to the show notes and sign up. Again, this is totally free, just a way for us all to get together and practice self-care in community. I look forward to seeing all of you at the Self-Care Challenge on December 1st. What do you think, and Daniela, maybe you can expand on this. What do you think makes it magical? Like, is there a special ingredient that you guys bring? Cause I really did feel it. And I guess I have my opinions, but I want to know, like, if you were to sprinkle some magical dust on it, what is it? <laughs> Ooh, um, I think for, for, <laughs> I have found, <laughs> um, out of all the retreats I've been in, I think the most magic happens when people are really, and again, it always goes back to the people and it always goes, you know, back into like those circles and you know as you know like we love our circles like we do an opening circle a closing um circle and it really just brings people together and some of my favorite retreats have really involved a lot of time 
spent together and really being vulnerable with each other and just really opening up. And like, I like to say like, you know, like we'll crack you open and then like, we'll give you a big warm hug and then like, we'll release you. (laughs) And I think that, you know, a lot of the times, like a lot of people do come on our retreats and they're going through something, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody's going through something. And it's like, even if people are really good at hiding that they're going through something, like everybody is. And so just feeling like you're in in a space where, you know, you can be totally vulnerable and you you feel heard and held um, and you can just really open up and like release. I feel like what's on the other side of that is just so beautiful. So once you kind of are able to, you know, let go and release of a lot of different things, um, you kind of just, you know, go about your experience in a different way. And you're just like a lot lighter and you just see things in a different light. And I went on a retreat um, to Iceland with one of my favorite teachers. Her name is Melissa. And she was like, let's go look at this beautiful waterfall. But before we do that, let's meditate. And she's like, we're going to be so much more in awe at this waterfall, you know, after we've meditated and we just like sat in a circle and, you know, we meditated and we talked about all the amazing things we're looking forward to. And then we went out into the day and, you know, there was just something about it. Um, where it's just like sharing in these experiences together. And again, we talk about togetherness and community a lot. And I really think that um, is where the magic lays. And like I said before, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, Everywhere is beautiful. You know, everywhere has like different, you know, different types of beauties and different things that, you know, we can really, um, really enjoy. But I think it's just, it's, yeah, it's the people, it's the connections, the crying it's the mm-hmm. <laughs> holding <Not> each other <laughs> um I think that's what kind of makes what makes the experience really magical and then also like walking away with friendships so, so you know people don't usually walk away and like never talk to anybody again like there is kind of this like feeling of connection that you have after this experience and I still have like we create whatsapp groups for all of our retreats and like I still have whatsapp groups that like will wish each other happy birthday and like Mm. Merry Christmas and like we still um keep in touch in that way which is just really beautiful because you know we're all busy and stuff but who doesn't need to have you know more people that they know around the world I think it's just a beautiful thing Mm-hmm. And it, we love to see, and recently this happened where like some of our retreat participants, like they got together and they've gone somewhere else. Like they just met in like Chicago. Um, and that happens like quite often too. Like you get to travel, you find like new travel buddies. <laughs> companions. Yeah. 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 So that was fun. I like that you, you talk about, you know, the togetherness, but also something that I really appreciated was that you don't have to do You don't have to do everything on that trip. You don't have to do anything. I mean, hopefully you are participating in most, but like there was some times where I I was like, I just need to rest. And I was so grateful that there was like no judgment. You just, you do, you do you. You do you. Yeah. It felt good. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, this is an investment into yourself. Like, you know, we are, we're there to guide you in the experience that you should have. And of course, if you, you know, take part in everything, there's so much to be had there too. But at the end of the day, you know, yourself best and we leave room in that flexibility for you to create that your own experience at the end of the day. Um, Cause you know yourself best. And if you need that rest, you take that rest. So if you need to skip a, you know, a morning class or an evening class or the whole day, um, you know, you make that your experience and you get what you need from it. So even uh, one of my last retreats, 
um, one of our uh, girls that came, she didn't do any of the yoga, but she came there for the community and she just, she got exactly that. And she was so happy with just having that community. She was a mom, uh, you know, two kids. Um, and she just has, hadn't had that like girl time and just that connection with, you know, adults. <laughs> yes. Yes. Adults. I know that well. <laughs> yeah. And so she was just so happy to be there and just to talk to people. And she just went off and, um, you know, did her own little, just be in nature and did her own time, had her own time, just connecting to nature and doing that. So again, like we're there to, you know, give you a schedule of, of you know, and that's still, it's just merely a guide, uh, but you yourself knows, know best and it's your experience you make at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys live in this space and you get to do just some of the cool healing work on the regular, what do you do outside of travel for self-care, self-development? What's your, what's your witchy practices? Um, mine, it has been meditation for a long time. Um, especially this year, I feel like I've tried to meditate almost every day for there are some times, you know, when you're traveling and it, you know, it just, life gets in the way, but I try to come back to that practice to keep me grounded. Um, and then of course, like, a um, a well, a t- some type of movement, um, as of late, I actually haven't been doing so much of yoga if, other than the retreats, but I need to just get my body moving, whether it's like strength training or something. Um, but yeah, those are my personal self-care practices. Um, lots of dancing in, in between as well. <laughs> Ecstatic dance. I love that. I do that with my girls all the time at home. And like, it's so, feels so good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Daniela, what about you? Um, so I would say it's very similar to Asma's. Um, and I will also preface this with the fact that COVID was really hard for me. And, you know, I struggled a lot as I'm sure a lot of people have just kind of not having accessibility to external things. And I tried really hard to, you know, bring my practices inside the home. And I found that really challenging. But um, recently, (laughs) I started um, doing strength training again, which I really love, um, and doing more yoga and meditation, um, all things that, you know, I was telling Asma today, like, there are things that we preach, but there are things that we often tend to neglect. So um, I think just it's so important for ourselves to make ourselves a priority in that sense and just really, you know, allow ourselves the time or like force ourselves to do it. Um, So yeah, movement and meditation are really key for me. And every time that I've gotten into a really good routine, that's helped me immensely. Um, Just in, I think in my mental health and just clarity and, um, you know, just positive positivity. Um, I also, uh, uh, we have a hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) And um, every time I go in, it's like, we don't even really make time for the hot time. And every time I go in, I'm like, why am I not in here every single day? (laughs) (laughs) So I went last night and I had some alone time and I just, uh, it was like the perfect segue to go to bed and, and also sleep. I need like a minimum of eight to nine hours of sleep. (laughs) Which is like, some people think that's crazy, but that's just like, everybody's different. And, you know, I know what I need and also just making that a priority and just setting up different routines and habits um, have always been really helpful for myself in the past. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
the sleep thing is so real. Like I just, I've been actually, it's funny you bring that up. I've been thinking about this a lot, mostly because I saw this like influencer. She must be like 20. I don't know. She's talking <laughs> her, like she did a reel on like how to get 10 hours of sleep. And I'm just looking at her like, oh, wow. that sounds <laughs> amazing. Like not a reality at the moment, but you know what? There's been a time in my life where that can happen. And now like my kids are, they're old enough that I'm, they're sleeping again. And I kind of want to get 10 hours of sleep. I really do. Like, you know, it's so critical. So I'm with you. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I I find myself like, sorry, counting backwards. I'm like, so if I go to bed at this time and I wake up at this time, like how many hours do I get? (laughs) So actually I did that last night. I was like, you know, I know I'm going to wake up around seven. So I actually went to bed at 10 last night and I was just like, I'm going to turn everything off and I'm going to just force myself to go to bed because I know that I need it. Um, and I just feel so much better today. Is that, or is that early for you? 10 o'clock? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. oh okay so like you're like more of like I because I literally do this I go to bed at like wow. 8 p.m 8 p.m oh, wow. that's like <laughs> I'm I'm considering that <laughs> yeah, honestly I love sleeping early like I would usually I'm in bed by yeah 10 10 p.m yeah but it's been 11 lately <laughs> thing like I like to do a 10 but like it just sometimes I find like you know you'll get a message or you'll just like have something on tv and then eight like 10 turns into 11 and then it's 11 30 and then you're just like ah so I got into like a really good routine of just having you know like no phones before bedtime like especially like at least an hour or two and then I just read for that time Mm -hmm. and just have even that nighttime routine of like lighting my candles up. I mean, it's not often that I get to have a place to just stay for a while because <laughs> I'm always on the go <laughs> and it's going to be, that's going to be me in like next week onwards. I'll just be on to go and in a different place living out of a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> oh so when God. that happens, I, like I need new routines to kind of gra- help ground me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be a challenge, but routine, but you can keep those, that movement and the meditation, like you can carry that with you wherever you go. And that's when we go on like retreats, like before the retreats even start, like I'll, I'll try to get up in the morning. If the hotel that we're staying at before has a gym, I'm there. Um, yeah, it's just so important to have that time for yourself. Uh, yeah, honestly, or else, um, I don't know what I would do without it. So Mm -hmm. Okay. Last question. I love to add, I love like, not necessarily like horror stories, but like, do you guys have any really funny things that have happened on a retreat? Like any hilarious moments? Um, well, I had, um, a father daughter join me from, uh, Australia in, uh, South Africa in 2019. And they were just like the most hilarious like I have ever met probably in my entire life like I don't think there was a single day that I didn't cry from laughing (laughs) 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 and we're still like really good friends to this day and they actually came back to Egypt with me and if it wasn't for COVID like I would have definitely gone to visit them like they're like family now um so they were just like the energy and the humor that they brought was just like was like none other it was like a comedy show every single day (laughs) Uh, so that's um like that was just really funny um we do have some horror stories (laughs) but (laughs) I think that just like with you know like with any experience in life like you're always going to encounter 
um, different types of people and different personalities. And, you know, people, um, sometimes people will come and they'll be really super easygoing. And then sometimes people, you know, will be going through issues on their own and maybe not necessarily, um, you know, wanting help from anyone or like not wanting to talk mm -hmm. to anyone, like kind of want to go uh, through their experience on their own. But I think for the most part, um, people like Asma said, get out of the experience what they came to get out of it. Um, which is fine. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, hor like no horror stories is like crazy. Nothing crazy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I mean, of course, like logistically speaking, like arrival day is always a horror story for I us. Say that like, at, like for every retreat, at least one person, every single retreat will either not make it or will be delayed. That's, that's just because exactly. of just like <laughs> travel logistics. Yeah, like, yeah. We've heard everything from like missed flights to like severe, uh, you know, like allergic reactions. Oh God. Like anxiety and being unable to board a flight. It's, it's definitely um, like never fails. Is there anything else, Asma, that you wanted to add in terms of like funny things or like funny people that you've met? Um, I think for our retreats, nothing like a, not like so much of a funny story, but there's definitely favorite people that, you know, we just, again, clicked to, like Daniela said, um, her, her two that came from Australia. And then there's this one guy, Lewis, who I love, like we both love him. We, he came on our very first retreat to Sri Lanka and he's been to um, Peru with us and it was just just like good times and good fun and we love when people like once they come on our retreats and they have this connection they we we tend to have a lot of repeats um, and it's just amazing because we get to travel again with them to these new places and new destinations together and experience like a new place um, so that's that's like one of my favorite absolute favorite things about any retreat um, just yeah. really meeting these incredible people and getting to travel with them again and again. <laughs> I love that they come back. That says a lot about you guys and what you're providing. Thank you. Kid, you do have a special code, a special offer for everyone. So I want to make sure that yeah. you mention that. For everyone listening, we are offering $200 off any retreat with uh, code yoga magic. Yes. Thanks for doing that. That's amazing. I'd be with you guys on literally every retreat next year, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> but thank you so much for having us. We're, we were super excited to talk to you um, about, you know, retreats in general and how they can just be so transforming for people. And, you know, we've seen that happen time and time again. And we just, everyone, we wish everyone could experience a retreat in you know their lifetime doesn't matter if it's ours of course you know we'd be happy if it was ours but um just that you know it's, it's a special type of trip that you take um and an experience that you have with people um so yeah yeah thank you <laughs> can you tell listeners where to find you both um find us uh on instagram uh at adventure retreat so it's a D Z again, Zen <laughs> adventure retreats. Um, and then you can also find us individually, um, on Instagram. I am at with love underscore Ozma and then Daniela. <laughs> um, I'm at Danny underscore Ella, Ella, like the umbrella song. Oh my God. I knew that's what it was. 
That is so funny, you guys. I love that song. And like, I saw that on there on your Danielle, and I was like, I wonder if that's from the from the Rihanna song. When, when Instagram came out. That song was also out, and Daniela was taken. And I was like, How is this possible that my name is taken? <laughs> I have to innovate. Very smart. Well, I'm so glad that I was able to meet the two of you. Thanks to Kelly's been on the show. Kelly's a good friend of mine. And I'm so glad that she works so closely with the two of you. Mm. And I'm, I'm very hopeful that our paths will cross again in person in the next year or so. Well, hopefully. Thank you, ladies. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Daniela and Asma for sharing all their amazing community and insight into going on a yoga retreat. Again, make sure to take advantage of their $200 off code when you use yoga magic, and that's for a retreat here in the next year. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Final reminder to sign up for the self-care challenge, which is all December full of bonus podcast episodes, free workshops, tons of resources, and just an opportunity to get together and self-care. I'll see you next week.